Welcome to the Raven Precision Podcast. In this episode, we talk about CR7 version 2.0 software, 2.0.15.5 specifically. I'm joined by Tyler Pasco, a senior design engineer, and Taylor Seekink, one of our technical service specialists. In this one, we basically go through the release notes on this CR7 software, or I suppose I should actually say CRX software. That's the software that would apply for both the CR7 and the CR12 field computers. If you want to follow along with the list that we're going off of, if you go to portal.ravenprecision.com, and then you go into the documentation and software area, there's a few different ways to get to it. I usually just click on the very top bar where you have the live chat and everything. It just has documentation and software there. Then just under CR7 and the software uh, tab that's underneath it, we're just using the, the CR7 2.0.15.5 release notes. Uh, there's actually also a longer, more detailed list that is included inside the software download. So if you go into your software download, you can see all the different uh, changes and updates from all the different versions of 2.0 up until this released version. And the file that you would actually open in there It's just an HTML file, so when you click on it to open it, it would just open up in your browser. So with that, let's just get into my conversation with Taylor and Tyler. Let's just start with RS1 compatibility then. Uh, so was that like full-on support, or are we still? Is that still some groundwork? I see. Well, actually, I see further on down the line we have NEMA 2000 GPS support. Yep. There's so with RS1 you have NEMA 2000 GPS. Um, is there RS- still issues with updating RS1 with the CR7? A lot of those issues have been addressed. And you are able to update RS1 from a CR, CRX device. I don't know. We'll call it CRX, CR7 or CR12. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing is the Wi-Fi connectivity is there, but it's an auto-connect. So you do not have to set up your SSID and password. You just have it's it's hooked up over the can line so the can through the can line oh so they they do the handshake over they the handshake okay. to get the to get the wi-fi connectivity to work good good eventually we w- crx will have wi-fi configurability but at the moment there is none it's just to get rs1 supported okay okay now operation planning i saw like during some of the reviews i saw some of this but i'm not is versed in it. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. So I'm going to lean on you guys for it. That's just CR12 now, right? <clears throat> That's correct. For, operation yeah. plans is just on the CR12. CR7, at the moment, it is a locked feature. Um, I don't know what the future is. If they will unlock it, it's a little difficult um, with the real estate of the screen to be able to Oh, that, yeah. Do an operation of, plan because yep. as we get into, we'll explain what operation plans is, but you're kind of working with your field map 
and it's a little difficult on that smaller display. Okay. Would you like to know what operation planning is? I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) (laughs) Operation planning is a multitude of um, options. When we first started with it, it gave us scout mode, which we'll discuss in a little bit. Um, But with operation planning, you can go out and actually collect, you know, you want to go collect a field boundary. You could probably do it with your, oh, I don't know. Do a lot of people use their ATVs and things like that? That'd be the, exactly. One way to do it. One way to do it. You know, either, either, either your regular machine or throw it on ATV. Otherwise, a lot of people will try to do, just create, go off of Google Maps, Google Earth, something like that. Um, not as ideal. You want to get real, actual data mm-hmm. to get it. Um, so you take that field boundary, put it into operation plan, and then you can set up. Basically, it's it's for planner setup to set up your your planner guidance lines. Instead of just doing a basic AB, you can set a couple of headland zones. If you've got a really odd shaped field. I mean, it can be any number of headland zones that you need to create mm. to do that field. For the majority of the field, you'll do what's called a tram line setup where you've got your guidance lines for your planner, but then you'll do some offsets for tram lines, and that's for running your sprayer okay. and not tracking over the fields okay. or the crop in the field, I should say. So that's, uh, yeah, I think I remember seeing that where it's like planning your passes basically. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yep. For and then that tram line was added in, which was nice to a lot of people are getting into running tram lines where you're not running over the crop mm-hmm. and creating a nice solid base that doesn't, even though there isn't crop cover there, it doesn't have the erosion because oh, okay. it's been traveled so much. Okay. And then uh, kind of as we were Talking about it earlier with that, then, so our field, our field, or no, this is a little bit different. The field boundary import, is that all that is for, is importing the boundaries? Yes, that's, now we have the ability to import shape files. Okay. So, yeah, as a boundary. Okay. And then I see we want to have that in our GFF grower farm field folder structure. Kind of the, seems to be the norm with how we're going anyway, uh, just where we want our files. And is that, uh, is that just any folder on the, on the drive or that looks like probably the root directory? Probably one thing we'd want to call out exactly where it'd need to be. It's actually in the root directory. It's Raven folder, GFF folder. Okay. And then your grower folder, whatever you have that grower name, your farm folder, and then your field folder. If that field is, if that field is not currently on the CRX, it will create that field from the folder structure on the USB drive when you oh, import okay. a boundary. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily need to have the exact place it needs to go. It's going to import that off of your drive, or it'll come out of the information from the from the file from the file in the USB. If you typo and don't have from what's on your CRX, and you do a typo, you'll be creating a new oh. either grower farm or field. Okay. 
Yeah, so there's not much want, we can do about that. Yep, you want to know what you've got on the system yeah. and have your grower farm field structure set up matching the system right. on your USB. Yeah. Well, you already hit on tram lines then and what those are because I, I was going to have a question about it. But, oh, shoot. Uh, I don't read ahead. I just... Hey, that's fine. And I talked about scout mode, but at least I didn't go into scout mode. No, but you mentioned it and you said we were going to get into it, which we are right <laughs> right now. So scout so, mode, what's scout mode? <clears throat> scout mode, you don't have to have operation planning, do you? Or is that only with? You do not. It works It works with the CR7. Okay. It's, scout mode came in with operation planning, but is a, is a feature available across all platforms. Okay. Yeah. So that's... Basically, like operation planning, I guess, um, except for you don't have the bit, the ability for tram lines and guidance lines, right? No. So what Just, scout mode will give you is you can go, instead of having to start a job to go do your field boundaries or create guidance lines or locate rocks or any other markers that you want to yep. locate, you can just use scout mode to do that where you're not adding a empty job file to go. Oh, right. features of your field. Okay. No, that makes sense. Oh, this next one I have. I'm going to lean it. I have no (laughs) idea what that's all about. (laughs) Software support for integrated radio modem and Septentrio GPS. Taylor, you got that one? I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) That's not many people will. That is a Raven Europe thing. Okay. Um, What's this podcast for? The world? Yeah, well, we have yeah we have some listeners, uh, Czech Republic and so the Netherlands. any Raven Europe customers um, going back to the SBG days when we were doing Viper fours on mm-hmm. their on their system, they were putting an integrated radio modem for radio RTK corrections and a Septon Trio GPS board on there. They took out the OM. 628, or it was a no GPS. Either way, they put in those devices. Um, mm-hmm. And so any of those customers that want to update to the CRX platform, or it'd be a CR12, right? they can get sent in, and they'll get reflashed for CR12 and updated. And then it's basically for those systems that we have that support in oh, okay. the CRX software. And it's okay. actually only on the CR12 because those devices would only be on the CR12, which oh, okay. was so, a Viper 4 yeah. that was turned into a SBG mm-hmm. guidance computer. Well, right. And and because it's already Viper, and just a, a little fill-in here then, because the CR12 is going to be using essentially Viper 4 hardware. It's it going to be It's going to be a Viper 4 sized CR7. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's kind of... Oh, it is. Oh, it's, it's a little it's Viper 4 Plus hardware. Yep. And so what you're, what you're, what you're getting at is that it would just basically... The, the, the hardware's already been modified, correct? With yes. that GPS receiver, that modem? With Raven, yep, Raven yeah. Europe so modified it. It would just be, like you said, flashing software, getting it from what's currently on there to CRX. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That makes, that makes a lot of sense then. Least to, <laughs> at least to me, because I didn't, I didn't know exactly what we were. Yep, and all CR12s sold will be no GPS. Okay. 
there will not be integrated GPS on CR12 as CR7 as well. Um, so improved guidance line creation. I'm not really familiar with how it was done before, or is it just what kind? What what are we looking at? How was it improved? Basically, it just means it's simpler, right? Because I mean, now you hit your arrow, A pops up right away, or you set set A B. Your A point pops up, drive ahead and hit B. Whereas before, it opened up another screen, didn't it? It did, and there's the ability to do a reset of either point. Oh. You know, if you mess up your A point, you can, there's a reset button there, and from the minute you hit that, A is set to that point. And then the same thing with B. If you want to reset your B after setting it, and you were off a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you haven't hit the end crate, I can't remember what it was, but you're able to reset either of those two points. Okay. Not, and that's coming back to me now. It's been months since I've seen that part of it. Yep. Yeah, because it's... Uh, so, as it was in the past, and uh, for those of you that are familiar with the... Uh, you know, even Viper 4 still does it, where you you have your option, you go in and you start it, set your A, and then the only other option you have is probably to set your B or maybe cancel it. Uh, yep. But the, in this case, you're, you're going to have, you'll until you finalize your line, you're always going to have your A button and your B button to keep refreshing that point. It's actually, once you're in B, A isn't there. Oh, because you've already you, set your B. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get you. Uh, so, let's see. NEMA 2000, that's probably, mm, is that more dovetailing on the RS1 compatibility? Just more for the, because that's how GPS is handled through RS1? Exactly. Okay. It's It gives you your GPS data stream through CanLine. That's in a NEMA 2000 format. Okay. So other than the bugs and maybe some other minor enhancements, was there anything else you think that we'd want to call out? Like maybe, Taylor, anything that you've seen, uh, I don't know, service-wise of... Yeah, I guess the biggest thing we've been getting calls on is system builds. Otherwise, um, some people are confused by the um, reverse sense. So when they take off, the arrow pops up for them, but they don't know what that is. So they'll call in saying that that's not working, wondering how to get it working. Well, you just got to click on it. There's no widget for it unless you have steering. Then you can add the reverse sense, right? Yep, where you just touch the arrow. Yeah. It's yep. it's driving you backwards if you're actually going forward. Right. You're, it's just to change you direction. You just flip it around. Yeah. I believe they're looking at changing that um, icon to be a little bit more user-friendly because of these complaints yeah. that we've been hearing. But for now, just know when that arrow pops up, if you're going the wrong direction okay. from what the screen says you're going, just hit the arrow. Yeah. Well, and... If it doesn't quite look like a button, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. think to to press it. Um, same thing. Same thing with RS one. We got a lot of we got a lot of icons, but you may not yeah. necessarily uh, expect that to be a button because that's just probably not how we've done things in the past. Yeah. Other than that, though, most of the stuff is just set up. Um, 
going through the machine setup and adding your equipment. A lot of people are adding multiple equipment uh, devices or not realizing when they trash when they're not actually getting rid of it. Oh, right. Uh, with the, is that the, like the mounting and unmounting? Implements yeah. And, yep. Yeah. So there's kind of some confusion, but. But that's nice. Uh, you kind of have a shed where everything's yeah, still available yeah. to mm-hmm. grab. You might have to change your your implement. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah, nice to have all the nice. machines in there that are, yeah. all the offsets are done and set. It's just getting people used to it. Maybe you should put together a video for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over my notes here um, for enhanced abilities recovered from errors on over-the-air updates. Um, just how the the updates were populating um, in Slingshot Link, it would it wouldn't list them right mm-hmm. on the portal and in the the CRX device. So that got cleaned up so that it's you know if it's queuing an over the air update, it it's the correct update and it's oh okay it's displaying properly. Right. Oh, one other thing I thought of. Um, we added the ability to update firmware on Raven ISO nodes and supported GPS receivers, which would include the 500S and 600S. Okay. And those are the only two that work well, uh, Raven-wise, we're currently going to work with. Or those are the only two that we're working with. The only two supported serial receivers. Um, obviously, RS1 yeah, would be NEMA a supported receiver, but that's... Mm-hmm. And though that is, you are able to update that. So the RS1 is a little um, interesting because you have the ability, you know, an RS1 has its own internet source. It's got a modem on board. So it has a way of doing field updates itself. Mm-hmm. But you can also use a CRX device to do an update. Um, same way you do the others, you, you get your file on a USB drive, you load it into the CRX device, and then you go to a software update area where you're able to update any of your ISO ECUs, and RS1 would be one of those. So it, it, RS1 has two ways to update, either over right. the air with its own modem or from the CRX device off of a thumb drive. So, And I'm guessing that just for the sake of how long that update takes, that's probably still done over Wi-Fi, right? Like you're saying, Wi-Fi support was... It actually is. It's yeah. It, it has the can line connection, but that is done over the network, mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi be a connection. Nice long update over, over a serial connection, or over can, I should say. Yeah. But I see Tyler's closing his laptop. Are you, you think we're done? I think so. Pretty All much right. hit everything. You got anything else, Taylor? I'd say we're good. Tyler. Taylor. <laughs> Tyler. This is getting confusing. All right. Well, Tyler and Taylor. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys.